Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Kyle Benson, intentional intimate relationship coach, shared a story of a time when he did not follow his yes and ended up passing on something that he's wanted to do most of his life. Well, Kyle, thank you again for the tremendous information and, and, and stories you shared of your life and your experiences on our interview. And I, I, I want to ask you a favor. If you would help us to illustrate the importance of following our yes, our internal guidance when we're, when we're in partnership, not just what we're thinking, but what we're feeling, what's going on, and that kind of uh, intuitive hits that we get. And what I'm going to start is I, I want to ask you if you give an example of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment you didn't realize you even had that, but then you look back and like, man, it was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, I think there was a time... Um, actually before I even got into this work where I was really interested in public speaking um, and I did a bunch of training on it. I had mentors and all these other things and it was a pretty clear yes. Mm -hmm. um, and I was practicing with it. I had an accountability group and all this thing, all this stuff. Um, and I still have not 
done beyond podcasts and other things, I, I still have not done many, if any, really scheduled public speaking events. Yeah, that's interesting. So you, you, you followed it at a certain level, right? You got the training, you got the support, you got things lined up, but then you mm -hmm. haven't quite pulled the trigger. Right. Yeah. I think that's one that a lot of times we miss because we're like, well, I, I'm, I'm doing something in that direction. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really doing it. I'm not following through. Right. Yeah, it's a great example. Well, let's turn this around then. What's a time where, you know, you had that clear yes, and this time not only did you recognize it, but you did follow through with it. Tell us that story. Yeah, so I'll actually tell something that I'm following through right now. Uh, one of the things that my business coaches um, and my audience has been really pushing me to create is some type of group program. Um, and I've outlined it. I've been wanting to do it for quite a while. Um, and just kind of like the speaking, kind of delaying, delaying, trying to make it perfect, all these other things. Um, and, you know, I did some deeper work with my, my coaches around this. Um, and we really got myself to a clear yes. So there's an email actually going out this weekend inviting, um, members from my audience to start this really cool group program on how to become secure in our partnerships and how to really grow as individuals and become the romantic partner that we want to be. Um, and so I'm really excited about finally taking that step and um, it's already scheduled, email scheduled. And so it's, it's all in place and now I just got to do it. Nice. So we're, we're not going to have you back on the show in a year and you're going to tell us that, yeah, I, I didn't end up doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to be happening. Nice. No. You know, yeah. it's it's so interesting that you just shared of, you know, this again was something that took a while and you wouldn't want to do it for a while and you had to get the ducks in a row and, and you said, you know, it's not perfect. But that's oftentimes what stops us. Right. Is going well. It's not. Nothing's perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect. It's funny. I, I I ran across a video of this woman. I can't remember her name now, but she was um, like, what she does is helps people learn how to do you know videos for the internet and build a business through video and so on. And she posted her first video she ever did. Kyle, it was terrible. She was like, <laughs> she was sitting on her porch in like a t-shirt and she was a mess and I mean she openly she goes you wouldn't believe this is me and this was and she posted it that was how she started she goes it was terrible I wouldn't even let yeah. you do this now but I just had to do something and sometimes that's it it's just going yeah. okay I don't know exactly where this is going because I'm sure she didn't know where she was headed but she was she had that guidance said make some videos you got stuff to say okay and I mean, it was funny because when I saw it, you know, you oftentimes see the, somebody's first pass at something and it's it's obviously not as polished as they are as years down the road. But this was bad by any measure. It was like America's oh. home video kind of bad. And I was like, <laughs> wow. And she goes, that's where I was at. You know, and that's that's a lot of it is, is starting where you are instead of going, I have right. to be someplace I'm not before I can even do anything. Right. And I think that's where I think that's where we often get really overwhelmed. Um, or we don't have the, or we lose our confidence, even though, like, I've been doing this for a while and have had a ton of success with people on this very thing. Um, and again, it's just our minds try to convince us of these things that block us from taking that step. Yeah. Um, 
And like, we really just got to kind of take that leap of faith and, and take the risk of being vulnerable and showing up because the reality is, is in that group program, it might not, go, it's not going to go probably the way I want it to go all the time. But what I do know is I have the tools. I've done this so many times that I will be able to really serve those individuals in that group program powerfully. Um, and I mean, that's really what it's about. It's about their experience and creating a group program around them is what's going to make it really powerful. Exactly. Absolutely. Well said. Well, thank you for sharing these, Kyle. Super, super helpful. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Suzanne Oshima, a life and love transformational coach, shared a story of a time when she did follow her yes and led her to moving to New York in her early 30s. Well, Suzanne, thank you again for the amazing interview. Really, really great information there. So, so valuable. Let me ask you a favor. Would you help us to do one more thing, which is really to help us illustrate the importance of following our yes, our inner guidance, that intuition that we all have. And where I'd love to have you start is if you would share a brief story with us of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't even realize you had a yes. But now you look back and you're like, yeah, that was really clear. I had total guidance on what to do and I didn't follow it. Tell us about that time. Sure. So, you know, way back when, when I went to college, um, I, I majored in marketing and I remember going to college and then I did the thing where you graduate, right? And I did exactly what my parents wanted me to do. Um, but when I got out of college, I remember thinking, this isn't really what I want to do. I actually didn't want to go work for a corporation. I didn't want to go work um, at a nine to five job. I just, it wasn't me, but I knew that's what my parents wanted me to do. Um, and so for years I worked in the ad agency world and it truly wasn't, um, it wasn't the thing for me that I realized that I really wanted. And so I didn't follow my, my intuition of what I really wanted to do. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there <laughs> shaking their head on this one going, yeah, me too. Because, I mean, we do, right? We give up our authority to somebody. Parents are a great example. Well, they, they, they're giving me this guidance. It's probably the best thing. Even though I know deep down it doesn't really resonate for me, I'm going to do it anyhow. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and then you also feel that indebtedness because my parents paid for my college, right? And I didn't have to work while I was in college. So, of course, I would follow what they wanted me to do, right? Well, yeah, you got to be a good little girl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And like you said, indebtedness, that's a huge one. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I owe them this. But the real thing is, this is what's such a great example is, I'm sure your parents really just wanted you to be happy. Yeah, you know, it's probably, you're right. It's They just wanted me to be happy, but I was telling myself a story in my head of, oh, well, if I go after what I really want, then they'll be disappointed in me. Exactly. Yeah, perfect example. Well, let's, let's flip this around, Suzanne. So now I'd love it if you would take us to a time when you had that clear yes, but this time you actually followed it. What happened then? Sure, this is actually, it's, it's actually my proudest moment is most people freak out at milestone birthdays like 30, 40, 50, 60, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. No, 
I fought, I freaked out when I turned 31. I don't know why, but I did. And I remember thinking I was, I grew up in San Francisco. And so I was living in San Francisco at the time. And I remember thinking back then that my life was set. I was 31 and here I'm going to live the rest of my life in San Francisco and work at this job. And it's not really what I wanted. And that was my what I call a that moment. And I finally woke up and said, you know what, I've always wanted to move to New York. I never did. And I never want to look back on my life and say, what if, what if I moved there? I always wanted to say that I either did it and I tried. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. You know, I moved back to San Francisco. And so at 32, I moved to New York without a job and without an apartment. And I knew one person that lived here and she didn't even live in New York. She lived in New Jersey. Um, <laughs> and 21 years later, I'm still in New York, but it was actually easier to find the job than the apartment. So, <laughs> cause New York is crazy like yeah. that with housing, but that was probably my proudest moment. It was my hardest moment too, mm -hmm. uh, because it was scary moving here with no job and no apartment. Absolutely. And again, I mean, what a great example of the payoff, right? You've had 21 years of being where you knew you needed to be. Right. Or you could have still been there sitting there today going, I wonder what would have happened if I'd moved to New York. You'd never know. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, to me, that what if space is like torture. It is. It truly is. And that's how I've always tried to live my life is never saying what if is, you know, we're also afraid of failing. Um, but we don't allow ourselves to make those mistakes and then learn from them. We're also hard on ourselves. And I really wish that people could see that if you can move through the fear and just go for it, is you can learn so much and you actually might be pleasantly surprised with what could actually happen in your life. Absolutely. I love that. Love that. Well, thank you for sharing these stories. These are super, super helpful. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Ken. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. 
Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.